You've done some of the work on this. Just explain your discovery here. We did a desktop study of the information which NESFAS publishes in their annual um, reports to Parliament. And using their numbers and the very conservative estimates for all the key steps along the logical process, we came to an estimated potential collection figure of just over $4 billion. And as I said, that's very, very conservative. It's, it could be closer to five. Um, making their current collection, the actual collection that they, um, that they disclose, roughly 12% of the, of the potential that, that could be collected under these conservative assumptions. And what makes up that 4 billion rand? Well, you remember each year they, do, they, award, um, they make various awards to students. And we've basically modeled that flow-through of funding um, using a conservative dropout rate, a a conversion rate. Some of these awards are converted from loans to bursaries. Um, And then a very high graduate unemployment rate because, obviously, uh, the NESFAS loans are not repayable while uh, graduates are not employed. So taking those factors together, uh, one gets a, um, a total number of graduates who are working, um, around about 700,000, we estimate, which is roughly half of the total number of awards that have been made um, over the last 10 years. So a very conservative um, number. And then using an average graduate salary um, and using the very lowest repayment obligation of, uh, well, using 4%, which is half of the maximum um, uh, repayment obligation, uh, we get to the these various cohorts, and when you add them together, it's it's well over it's well over four billion. And and really, this is not just about the money, but what it could possibly do. This four billion rand, or at least the deficit in in what we're able to fund students, leads us to be embroiled in controversy. The overcrowding, the stampedes at registration sites, the the centralized application system. Much of this could have been prevented if if this money was made available to students applying for loans. Uh, yeah, it's difficult to speculate on whether all of those, um, all of the difficulties would be overcome. But certainly, the the the, the lack of funding, which is the, ov- the often quoted as one of the biggest constraints, seems to be from this research less of a constraint than is is um, than is assumed. I mean, we're looking at at approximately a third more firepower for NISFAS than they currently have. 30% more than they, than they currently have at their disposal, with no additional uh, burden on, on the National Treasury. So it's a significant um, leakage, if you like, out of the system. Chris, before we let you go, we're going to talk to the SARS Commissioner now. They're really good at collecting money that's owed to them. Why can't we use some of the, the, the skills, the, the, the technical skills that, that SARS has in NESFAS to be able to, to collect this money? Does it just not have the power to do so? Do we need to change it, as the Deputy Minister has been saying? I, I'm confused about that. I, don't, I think that NESFAS has the statutory, uh, has perfect collection powers at the moment, actually superb. Um, so really, they, there's no reason why, other than management uh, inefficiency, that um, they're not collecting. The anecdotal evidence is, that we've had is quite surprising um, of people who are actually wanting to repay and contacting NESFAS to say, I'd like to start repaying my loan because they haven't been contacted. So I don't think they need any, any additional powers. Um, certainly, they just need to do what SARS is doing. So maybe SARS should, should second a few of its seasoned... Uh, 
tax hounds over to, <laughs> to Claremont and help them, um, you know, lift their game.